This episode of the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast is brought to you by the Podcast Reach System. Are you ready to exponentially reach more profitable customers? Launching and hosting your own show is your proven best solution for networking, client attraction, and establishing your celebrity expert brand. Visit www.podcastreachsystem.com and claim your rightful place as the leading star of your industry so you make a difference for your community, market, and audience. Welcome to the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Join us as we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who reveal what they are doing to make the world a better place by being part of it. Be sure to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, lean in, tune in, get your notepad and two pens ready, and let's get started. My name is Adam Homey. I am your host. I am once again honored by your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today over there, wherever the webcam is. So the Brains Plus Passion Project is where I hang out here on my couch here in sumptuous Las Vegas, Nevada, known to some on some days as the hottest city in America, and have great conversations with folks who make the world a better place by being part of it and by their contributions to it. And when this person that I'm about to introduce you to came across my doorstep, I was just really excited. And of all the podcasts that I host, I host two going on three, I actually felt that the Brilliance Plus Passion Project would be the best place for us to have our initial introduction simply because of what he brings to the table. His name is Richard Flingy. Richard Flingy. He is known for his work with electric vehicles, batteries, solar energy products, and he is the author of a new book, which is called Verities of an Electric Mule, History, Humor, and Futurity of Man's Struggles Adopting the New Sustainable Energy Economy. He is the former host, uh, co-host rather, of EVTV, and has done many other impressive things that I would rather just have him tell you about in his own words. So, Richard, welcome aboard. It is so awesome to have you join us today. Well, it's good to be here and uh, certainly have uh, a lot of electric vehicle and energy stories to share. And yep. that's, that's what I dealt with. And sort of, uh, we did two things at EVTV. We converted uh, gasoline cars to electric drive. And then we also did solar research based on batteries. Yeah. And that experience just opened up a whole world of information. And uh, sort of the second part of the story is the founder of EVTV was a wealthy individual. Uh, he has since passed away, but he was wealthy. And he spent his money trying to figure out the solutions really to renewable energy. And I got to be a part of that. I Great. Manage that. Great. So let's, so let's get into it here. How does the work that you do make the world a better place for your clients, customers and the world at large? 
you know, the one thing it did was I was allowed to experiment and, and work with products and design configurations that the individual never would have had a chance to. We blew up uh, I, in, at times three and $4,000 worth of equipment to see if it would do what we thought it would do. But in, in a lot of ways, I, uh, we explored how the devices uh, in solar would be, uh, had to be modified or adopted to make the uh, solar energy usable to the everyday person. Yeah. And, and that was really, that is a breakthrough for people. It, Right. Well, here's the thing. Um, it looks like you have a lot of stuff going on. So the second question, of course, is what is it that you do? Meaning what is the product or what is the service? What I mainly do is I'm an EV angelist. I really I love promote, it. EV angelist. I really promote electric vehicles and uh, electric energy as the solution to a lot of our problems. And that's yeah. really where the future is going. And I'm trying, oh, I'm sort of that guy in the middle in which I've seen it, work with it and understand it. But there's a, a, a great deal of resisting in the, in the adoption curve. And I'm really just communicating to, to bridge that gap. Right. So in your experience, what are a few of the most common questions, like the FAQs you get from folks? One of the very most common questions about electric vehicles is how far do they drive? What is okay. their range? And, you know, they are very close to what gasoline cars are now. And I tell people, having had EVs for years, the, the, you never really drive more than 40 or 50 miles a day. And 99 days out of 100, the range of the EV makes absolutely no difference to you. Okay. And, and the number one thing that all EV owners talk about is that they don't have to go to a gas station. That is uh, uh, probably the most common question, though. It's really related to how far can I go in an EV? Yeah. What are a few questions you wish people would ask? You know, um, I probably, as a whole, would like to know, uh, be asked why the battery is really the uh, storage, uh, the answer really to renewable energy. And that is something that people really don't see. The, the, the portable battery and the battery reservoir is what is going to break us free from fossil fuels. Which, right. by the way, I have, I have cat stories in the book, too. Oh, good, good, good. So you're a fellow Lorafile? <laughs> you know, by accident. <laughs> I inherited at this. It was in the shop, so we called it Shop Kitty. I have a whole chapter and quite a few pictures of Shop Kitty in the book. Oh, nice. Nice. This is Princess Stella. Oh. She decided to join us for this part of the conversation. And this is where we get to have the fun part. Oh, she's really happy. She that there, there, there's probably like a tiny little empty spot in her otherwise heaping food bowl. That's probably what's going on right now. So she's telling me that she's literally starving to death. All right. So let's shift gears. And uh, this is where we get to have a little bit of fun. First of all, Richard, what would people who know you be surprised to learn about you? You know, I think uh, probably how uh, dedicated I am 
in terms of the environmental concerns. You know, I, I think over the years, uh, being here in the Midwest and kind of with a background like I have, which is not science, I'm not political, I'm just really a Midwestern person. But as I looked at the facts, as I did my reporting for the, the show, uh, I became this accidental environmentalist. Yeah. I began to really understand what they're talking about and what the implications are if we continue to poison ourselves, basically. Yeah. What do you hope people say about you when you're not around to hear it? You know, I really hope that they would say I'm very sincere about uh, what I do and what I communicate. I'm in it for the right reason, and that is <laughs> to help people, to better the world, you know, yeah. and I and, and uh, I think once you kind of get to the end of your life or your rope, you tend to, I guess, seek that out. But yeah. yeah. If you could go back in time and change one thing you've done, one thing you've experienced, one thing that's happened, what would it be and why? I would have bought Tesla at $50 a share. <laughs> somehow what? somehow I knew Tesla was going to come into this. Because I was right there standing next to them, and we were on the show talking about Tesla <laughs> stock price, and I wish I would have. And uh, uh, I bought it and got in and out of it, but, boy, I wish I would have got in and on it early. I yeah, be a, I'd be a Tesla heir right now. Exactly, exactly. So, um, what famous person, alive or dead, would you like to meet, and what question oh, would you have for them if you had the opportunity? Elon Musk, absolutely. I would All love right. to meet with Elon Musk. He um, did follow the show uh, early on. We knew him a little bit, and we had mm-hmm. we would have conversations, acting like he was there. And uh, I would certainly love to meet with him and see how much of the show he watched and what he really knew about it. Uh, early on, though, the uh, uh, Tesla wasn't what it is today. So we, yeah. were very, we were very early in supporting them. And uh, I would certainly love to have a conversation with him, see what he remembers. Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to have him on this show and get yeah. to have a conversation <laughs> with him about uh Part of it is his management philosophy, how he manages to be the chief executive president and everything else of multiple multi-billion dollar companies simultaneously and achieve excellence in all places. Now, some of it is fairly transparent, uh, but I think there's more to it. And I'd like to find out what else there yeah. what, what else there is. Now, one of the things I've noticed is he will hyper-focus on one company at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, right mm-hmm. now, right now, I believe he's still spending most of his time at Twitter because that's the one that needs the most help. And you have these folks out there uh, with their, you know, their agendas who are trying to claim, well, he's abandoned Tesla. He's abandoned Boring. He's abandoned SpaceX. No, 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 no. What I have noticed is he has this innate talent when it comes to building and aligning teams so that things can run without him micromanaging. Yeah. And I believe that's what he's doing with Twitter right now. What folks yeah. what folks don't also don't see about him, and you may have seen a bit of this because you were familiar with Tesla in the early days, is when he first comes in, he's a massive disruptor. Mm-hmm. He's, he's not the type that holds a couple rah-rah company meetings and makes uh-huh. a couple cosmetic changes to the rules just so he can say, the new CEO is doing something. Uh-huh. No, nah, he uh-huh. takes it. He, he shreds it. You're right. And then he, rebuilds he, it. 
he would ask, why are you doing this? And yeah. uh, if there was not a logical reason, if it wasn't in order, I mean, I'm talking sequential to the process. Mm -hmm. He's like, why are you doing this out of sequence? Why don't you? And that's kind of, you know, in some ways I bought into that. That's somewhat what we did with solar. We yeah. started going, why isn't this stuff working? Why do we have to do it this way? And what yeah. device, what, what really fixes it? So, yeah. Oh yeah. I, 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 I'm with you a hundred percent on that. So what, motivates and inspires you when you need to keep going but you're having a tough time or facing a challenge you know i've seen uh a lot of people over my lifetime that have been knocked down and struggled have overcome mental or physical or financial obstacles and they still get back up and i would yeah. say uh, uh just the all american spirit that, that, that lifts people up and they keep going. And I've had, uh, I've had all my ups and downs in life. And, uh, I just, I look to others and see that they've gotten through it. And I'm like, I'm not staying down. I'm going to keep getting back up and going at it. All right. So you have an invitation that you've asked me to share with the audience and I will mm -hmm. do that on your behalf in just okay. a moment. So this is a generally speaking question. As we wrap up here within the next minute or so, what is one thing you would urge our listeners to do? Uh, educate yourself. Uh, that would be the first thing. Uh, and probably stay away. If, if you get into EVs or you get into the solar or you get in environmental stuff, if you kind of stay from the people that are in the two far ends of the spectrum and center your thought process, you really will get the message. And you've got to understand that Fossil fuels are limited. They have a limited future. Electric vehicle technology and solar technology is in its infancy. But yeah. as it as it uh, grows, we can adapt. And then, you know, I give, I have content and blogs and all that stuff. And they're always welcome to, to follow me. And uh, uh, I, I communicate all I can for free if, if, uh, uh, through Twitter or whatever. And, and I do try to just keep the message going. Exactly. All right. So for our, so for our people who are watching this on the live video feed, you can see it now. There is a URL that has popped up for everybody else. You can check out our show notes, uh, yeah. but I'm going to read the URL to you. If you go to, uh, if you go to Richard's website at endtimesupplies.com that's endtimesupplies.com what you're going to want to do is click on the books link and then when you go to the books page find the listing for the book verities of an electric mule mm -hmm. which is about the history humor and futurity of man's struggles adapt excuse me adopting the new sustainable energy economy i it's been described as a enjoyable read insightful that the average person can understand and it carries the message that freedom is but a lithium ion battery away if you have any interest in ev if you have any interest in sustainable energy and if you're willing to look at it from a new point of view mm -hmm. certainly check out this book and with that and with that uh richard flingy thank you so much for being with us today it's been an honor and believe me in education 
Thank you for tuning into the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast, where we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who are making a difference for their community, market, and audience. Remember to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast.